Did you know that the average attention span is eight seconds? Hi there, welcome. I'm wondering how many of you find that you have things in life that are incomplete. Maybe you have projects where you start a project and you don't finish that one, and then you start another project and you don't finish that one either. And then you go to a third project and well, that one also doesn't get done. And maybe you circle around the three projects, but you find that you don't really ever complete any of them. Or perhaps you have hobbies in life that you really enjoy, but that you've collected so many that you don't actually get to enjoy them. Maybe you feel even overwhelmed and you don't know what to start with because you have all these interests and you've collected them all and now where to begin. So you don't begin at all. Or perhaps you have books full of wisdom full of tales to follow, and yet they just stay on your bookshelf collecting dust. Or perhaps like me, sometimes they're even just piled up on the floor because you get so many books that you run out of room. <laughs> or perhaps communication that you have in life. You want to actually go further in the communication, but you find yourself just continuing to float above the water, never actually diving deeper into how you might explore getting to know somebody differently or getting to connect with someone on a deeper level, that true trust that you can build in a relationship with another. Or maybe you've had a health plan that you've had for yourself, but it gets spread so wide that it feels like you can't do it. So you just kind of give up and bank the process and move on to something else. You can see all these categories. There are many. These are just some of the primary ones that kind of pop up, but you can hear how in all of them, it was a sense of a lot going on in each category, really spreading wide instead of going deeper into what you might explore in any of those areas. And what happens there then? So I'm going to share with you a little bit about what happens when we go wider. And then I'm going to talk with you a little bit about going deeper and what that might bring to your life as well. So let's get started. When we're going wider, we are collecting and collecting and collecting. We're spreading ourselves thin and in that, it can cause some secondary things with our mental health, our emotional health, and even our physical health. If you remember back there just a second ago, I mentioned about health. I want to talk with you a little bit about those, and then I'm going to get into the other part of things of how you might be able to decide to dive instead of just keep floating. When we keep going wider, it will actually make us miss things of importance. And I don't mean like miss in the heart sense, like yes, we will miss it in that way too but we will miss things. They will bypass our awareness and you'll understand that more in just a little bit here. But when we're going wider, we miss things. We miss lots of things, lots of things with ourselves, lots of things with others and lots of things that connect that we might miss lots of opportunity then. When we're going wider, it also creates like a brain buzz of a sort. I don't know how else you might want to call it, but get foggy brain, you can get forgetful, things kind of feel almost like there's a puzzle, but you feel like somebody took some of the pieces out of the box and you can't quite figure out how to put it together. Almost a bit frazzled, like uh, you could think of like a frazzled energy. It's a little different than anxious energy. I mean, it's kind of similar, but just that like high buzzy energy where someone is maybe like popcorning around, like they can't land. Uh, or feel like they're completely landed and bypassing mind, like forgetting things a lot, forgetting what they wanted to do, forgetting maybe plans they had. And then a month or two will go by and they'll be like, oh my goodness, I totally forgot. I wanted to uh, create that piece of art 
I'll just use myself as an example here. We can bypass the things we want to do and then completely forget about them because think about it, we've got all this other stuff on our list and it just comes in and takes over. And with this, it actually ends up creating this exhaustion cycle in ourselves, mentally, emotionally, physically even, and a lack of feeling satisfied. This can then lead to chronic dopamine seeking. And this is where people will really just seek and seek and seek, not really ever feeling satisfied, but also it's what zooms people into phone addiction. I'm sure you've heard about how people will get that dopamine kind of rush when they see notifications and things like that on the different social network platforms. Well, that's a thing. And we can go beyond that too, where it's not just the phone, not that that's not a problem in itself. I mean, people are glued to their phones, as I'm sure many of you are quite aware of, and maybe even have a situation around that yourself. But it's chronically seeking through adrenaline downloads, through escapism behavior, through a sense of disconnect, and that can also lead to addictive behaviors. But it is also this seeking of chronic movement where there's no stillness there. Even if there's like stillness that the body's not moving, the mind is still racing oftentimes in these situations when we're going wider versus deeper. Silent stillness usually isn't a part of the plan for us. But what happens then? We're bypassing ourselves. We're creating even chronic stress and overwhelm. And we are well aware, especially if you have been following me through these years and these episodes here, what that does to the body, not only with the hormones and all that kind of jazz going on there, but also with the inflammation cycle of the body. Please remember, chronic stress causes inflammation in your body. If your body is inflamed, it is the petri dish for disease. So if you can work on all ways to try to reduce inflammation in the body, it will impact your health in a positive direction. And one of these things is managing chronic stress through understanding ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, our health, and also our capacity to change direction at any time. And I mean that at any time. People in addiction, for example, think, well, I've been addicted to X, Y, or Z for so long that there's just no hope for me. My brain's fried. I'm ruined. I'm a disaster. Not true. It is never too late, never too late to move into health for yourself. But if we're ignoring ourselves, if we're spreading ourselves so wide that we ignore, I mean, I don't know how else to say this other than to just be direct. And that is if you are not spending any stillness and silence with yourself, there is no way that you totally know what's going on there. I mean, it's like impossible, right? Is there any other category in your life that you would be able to completely ignore, spend no time with at all, but you would feel like you know everything about it? There's a lot there to gain when we have a, a bit of stillness with ourselves, And trust me, I get it. I know silence and stillness is really hard for people, whether it be by themselves or silence with another person. Uh, and I totally respect that. I just encourage you to try to find some comfort around it. I am considering doing another one of my stillness trainings. Uh, it's a 30-day program. And I will keep you posted if I decide to do that. I'll end up doing it as just like a live here on YouTube. And so make sure you subscribe. And that way you know what direction I'm going. because you follow me long enough, you know that I sometimes don't know my direction until I get there. Real quick though, with the, the chronic like dopamine hits and chronic seeking, I did just want to share with you some fascinating information. I don't know if fascinating is the right word, but 
Did you know that the average attention span is eight seconds? Eight seconds. That's why you've probably noticed I'm doing like a little bit more video editing here, but I mean, I'm totally over it to be honest with you. The video editing part is so long with this stuff, but because attention span is eight seconds. So you're supposed to like switch this, that, or the other every eight seconds. It's a lot. <laughs> Videos are pretty long. Just know moving forward, I might be doing less editing because it's going to just help you move into a little bit less of the chaotic mind. I've mentioned before about how on television now, I mean, I don't watch television, but I've obviously seen TVs still in life and how they have stuff running across the bottom of the screen or they've got stuff popping up here or there that you're supposed to be following. You're supposed to be listening over here and watching over here and reading down here. And the mind doesn't feel satisfied if it doesn't do that kind of thing. It feels like it can't uh, pay attention uh, to whatever whatever's going on. And I do understand it. It's about sequencing our life in a way though, that we can be productive within that and not feel like we're just popcorning around and we can't figure out where we wanna be or what we even wanna do, that mental confusion. So eight seconds, do you feel like you have a higher attention span than eight seconds? With all of this too, the going wider instead of deeper, if you think about our relationships and connections, communication. I understand that not everyone in your life you're going to want to be like super open book with and you have to build trust and, you know, comfort with someone. But how many of your relationships and communications you keep all up here on the surface? Like there's no diving deeper into getting to know the individual, uh, getting to go deeper into the communication, maybe learning something different. I always encourage people to try to have friends that have different views than you. I know sometimes people get actually kind of frustrated with me when I tell them that. Expand beyond yourself. There's, I don't know how many people on the earth, but there's a lot. And look at all that information out there to gather and learn from another person. It doesn't mean you have to see it as they see it, but it will give you insight into a lot by just opening up your horizons and getting to know people that have a different idea, belief, way of living, different socioeconomic status, different anything. It doesn't matter. Just expand yourself. With this, when we're staying just on the surface with our connections and communication, that has to do with those connection styles that I had talked about. Don't remember the episodes, I think 67, 68, something like that. And the looping styles that I have been going through. I'll be explaining in an episode down the line here. I'm going to probably put out two more looping styles after this one. And then the next one after that, I'll talk about uh, threads of attachment and how we get threaded there. But for now, just think about what I'm explaining here. And that is, you know, what do you keep on the surface and these connections and communication, do you have a desire to actually go deeper in relationships and communication? And if you do have that desire, what keeps you kind of on autopilot? Do you think doing the same thing, looping in in the same way? Now let's look at the flip side here. What happens when we decide instead to dive deeper into some of these categories? What goes on then? As I talk through this, think about those categories I mentioned or others that might have popped up for you. And if some others did pop up for you, let me know below because, you know, I can include information around that in future episodes. But with this, if you think about those, those things I mentioned, the projects, the hobbies, books, maybe connections, relationships, communication, a health plan that you might have, like, oh, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to have physical activity. And then they're so wide, those ideas that you just can't land on any of them. 
Think about the wider in terms of self, like what happens for you if you notice that, you know, projects undone, books adding dust, etc. When you're in the wider, what do you notice that you're missing? Oftentimes when we are going wider instead of deeper, we think that we are collecting more, but we are actually missing more. We're bypassing. It's like if you see, here's another tool, but I'm not going to throw it in here because it doesn't really apply-ish how hard you're on your gas pedal, but we'll get back to that one. But if you think of like how you're flying down the highway, if you're speeding versus if you're going a little slower, you're going to collect more information. You're going to see more because you're, you know, taking in your surroundings a bit. Well, same thing for this. I'm going to use an example of you have a project that you would like to do. And if you decide to start diving deeper into this project, so that means, you know, project two, three, four, five, you're not gathering them up and trying to get involved in them right now. You're just one project. So you have this project in mind that you want to do, and you're going to start going deeper into it. You might start exploring things more within the topic or where you'd like to go with the project. Well, with this, when you start diving deeper into it, other things begin to happen. One of the primary things that come up, if you think about this like under an umbrella, would be an increase in awareness connection. That umbrella involves a few different things. The first pocket under that is you're going to have increased awareness and connection to self, to what's going on with you, how you're feeling as you're learning this information. Do you feel stagnant and like a sense of dread? Or are you feeling a bit of energetic excitement as you're learning more and diving more into it? So you start to get to know a little bit more about your own awareness there. You also, though, when you you know have this idea, this project in mind, it, you're thinking about it more. So back to energy, every thought, every word we have has a vibration to it and there's frequency all around us. Well, now you're putting out more of that frequency related to that topic. And then what happens because you're in more of this vibration of thinking about this, you're exploring it more, you're maybe reading about it more, maybe you're even starting to work on the project a bit, think about what you need around it. Well, that vibration's going out, that frequency's going out. What happens in that is with that second area under the increase in awareness connection, the social people in your life, the relationships you have in your life with others, and it can be in the microcosm or the macrocosm, but they start aligning. Things related to the project and the hobby will start kind of showing up in your life. You might start remembering about people you might want to connect with on this project. You might think about someone you want to reach out to and get together with to kind of brainstorm a bit. And in that situation, the things you need for your goal setting start to show up for you. I know this might sound really out there for some people. It's even there's certain Reiki techniques uh, that we can use to help increase, you know, goals and goal setting and project completion and vibrational kind of frequency stuff. But just the very nature of Spending more time diving deeper into a pathway will open up that pathway. And that third layer then under there is the increased awareness of connection in your surroundings. That's when you start noticing those little taps on the shoulder from the universe, the serendipitous experiences to let you know that you're kind of moving in the right direction, or you think about something, uh, you know, maybe you think about a book that you need. And you happen to be walking down the road and there's a bookstore you walk past and there somehow on display in the window is the very book that you need. And then you go in and you're purchasing the book and maybe someone around you is like, oh my gosh, I read that book and this is what 
really came out for me. Look at this thing that I created, this project. And now you go for coffee with that person and you come up with a whole design plan, right? There's so much that can happen when we pay attention. But if you're so busy spreading yourself out wide, there are things you're missing. There are opportunities around you that you're bypassing, that you're not seeing because it's just the very nature of how it goes and how quick we're moving and how much we are balancing that with some time to, to be with self, to know who you are. If you're not hanging out with you, remember I said about stillness, like there's a lot about you you're missing. And I do know and understand and have, you know, complete compassion around the part that when we dive deeper, sometimes with ourselves, we find things that we've been ignoring, but what an opportunity to, to heal, to work through that so that it's not continuing to create weight in the body system. That is the somatic markers that can lie in the energy body. It can create an imbalance in the flow of the energy through the body. There's what's called biochi in the body in terms of the energy flow. And that would be energy systems in the body that are creating stagnation or blockages in that river, right? How I said about like, like, just think about a river flowing through your energy body. Well, these areas that might come to surface, well, those are things that are saying like, hey, I'm here. Can you pay attention for a second? We can work through it. We can kind of have our communication around it. And then it can be closed. You know, think about like if you had an argument with somebody and then you just leave it like there and you have no closure or no ability to kind of process it, that can lay heavier than if you have some processing. Well, the processing, you know, can be with yourself. Some other things here that are kind of a byproduct, you actually start also having increase in gratitude because you're collecting, you're seeing, you're experiencing life in a different way. You're becoming a little bit more present with what you're doing in each moment, where you're moving and your desired movements. But in that you start to collect gratitude more so because stress levels going down, overwhelms going down. You're getting to decide what path you want to go based off of how do I feel when I'm doing this? Is it creating a sense of dread? Or is it like, wow, this is really cool. This is really exciting. I want to learn more. I want to do more. Pay attention to that part when it comes through. That's that soul trying to guide you and like, hey, look, look what's ahead. Remember, you're really interested in this stuff. You really desire having this in your life. You really want to get to know this person more. Look at the value of this conversation. I've often wondered too about synesthesia and if this increased gratitude may lead to that. If you're not familiar, that is when your people are listening to music, but they could see shapes related to the the music that's being played. So almost like the frequency going out, they see shapes related to that. So witness and notice when you do decide to go deeper on things, what's the outcome? Because it might not be all roses sometimes if we have to work through some, you know, prickly situations. But remember, the rose does have thorns, right? It's beautiful, but thorns are a part of its nature. Well, we're kind of thorny ourselves sometimes and it's okay but we don't have to ignore it and pretend it's not there because that actually will backfire in a lot of ways. When we are going deeper, it gives us a different lens that we're starting to move through in life. It starts to allow us to rediscover, maybe even have those interests we forgot about, come back to surface, have a little bit of that excitability energy going on around it. And this in itself can also be overwhelming for people. When we're going wider, we're often gripping. So the very nature, if you just take a second and... Uh, have both your hands there and a fist the best that you can. And if you follow what that feels like, feel what it feels like to have your 
fist clenched. Can you feel the tension there? Like there's tension in the wrist area and then the tension can kind of, you can feel it starting to go up your arm all the way up to the shoulder. And you might even feel it in the back of your neck. And then that difference, if you open your hands, if you actually even push your palms out a little bit or up a little bit to the cosmos, feel the openness in your body. That's why when communication, if you look at nonverbals and someone has an open posture versus a closed posture, you can feel the difference in how open you feel in communicating with them. Well, same thing here. If we're going wider and we're gripping, we're having all that tension in the body, the somatic markers, the stress hormones going out, the overwhelm, which can even impact sleep. People will even lose sleep over hobbies because they can't fit their hobbies in and stress about it versus trying to see what they might sequence or do differently in life. But the very nature of open hand, you know, letting go of the gripping can feel a bit overwhelming for people because. Maybe they're just used to collecting, going wider, going wider. So one thing that you might really consider here that is really helpful for many is just start with one word. Think about all the areas. There's so many there. What's your primary area that you might want to start diving into? And then choose one word that would represent that to try to keep yourself focused in that direction instead of, oh, well, let me do this over here and then let me do this over here and then let me do this over here and then I never feel like anything's complete. And so what am I even doing? So choose one word and allow that word to be your directional guide. So for me, I mentioned earlier art. I have been forever trying to get back into creating art and here I am. I still have not created another piece of art. That's my word. That's what I'm going to try to do here. I have lots of hobbies as well. And that is going to be my focus because it's something really important to my soul. I love it. Choose what your word is. Let me know below. And maybe we can do a check-in later and see how it's going for you. And try not to forget about that stillness. I will let you know here if I end up doing a stillness training. I have done it for two years so far, and I will tell you people really enjoy it and find a lot of value in gaining some comfort there in stillness. So I'll keep you posted. Thanks, and I'll see you real soon. Find your word.